Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get from, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? Three, two, one. I'm the person that literally, I finished the course, and I just went straight to work. I said, okay, got the information. Let me go out there and start selling myself. And I took all of the information that I needed and I just went on, like literally I started hitting up VP of sales. I started hitting up recruiting managers, BDR, SDRs that are that were within the companies that I was over there trying to get an interview for. And I just went to work and I started going on YouTube. I started getting more training on Salesforce and sales loft and different stuff. That's a tech stack for the people that don't understand. And I just went to work yep. and I started selling myself, getting interviews and making it happen. That's that. Further ado, I am pleased to bring to the stage Javon. Javon, how are you doing, sir? Is everything well? I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're here as well, Mr. Blue. And so we're going to talk about a few different things, but the first thing I want to do is make sure that we start from the very beginning with your boots, the journey, and then we go all the way to the brain. So I want to transition it over to you so you could tell us about your story from the very beginning. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely want to give back to you, Joseph, for just, just being that light for so many individuals like myself, those people that are breaking in and people that are new to the SDR, BDR space. Awesome stuff that you're doing. So let's get into it. Let's say born in New Jersey. The reason why I say New Jersey and not a specific city is because my background, and I'm just keep it real, my background was all over the place. Never met my father, right? He could walk past me right now, wouldn't even know what he looks like. Um, so that that was my story. Raised by a single mother. Later on, was raised by my grandparents as well. Shout out to them. And what that really did for me was put me into a mindset of just going after it, just not really feeling that emotional type of feeling, I would say, but it really kept me wanting to grind more, wanting to do more achievement work and stuff like that. So that's why I was so good in sports, mainly football. And that was really my thing. And just going through high school, I remember I read a book at the age of 14 called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. If you have not read that book, please go out and go get it. And at the age of 14, after reading that book, it was the very first book that I read cover to cover. And it was given to me by my grandfather. And after I finished it, I gave it back to him and I said, hey, Pop Pop, listen, read the book, love the book, but I don't want to go to college. And he said, JB, that's what he calls me. He said, JB, if you don't want to go to college, then you must acquire a skill set that's going to pay you college money. So I graduated from high school, still didn't go to college. For me, I went straight to work, right? So I got into landscaping literally about two weeks after graduating high school. And if you know anything about landscaping, you know, you are getting up before the sun comes up and you're coming home after the sun goes down. And that's why I learned a lot of my work. So I see a lot of people my age and especially this generation, man, people are scared to work. 
like work. But for me, I really got it out the mud doing that right after high school. So started doing that, learned a lot. And then my best friend at the time, his father had a real estate investment company and a real estate brokerage. So I started to get into wholesaling, started to really go out there and learn the real estate route as far as short sales, sheriff sales, foreclosures, different stuff like that. And it really put me in the mind of, I, I would really say wealth. I started to see the world differently when I started getting around real estate people, because it was the very first time that I started to learn about passive income. And one thing that I learned from Robert Kiyosaki in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is the very first thing that you read in chapter one is that the rich don't work for money, right? They have money working for them. So during that time, when I was in real estate, started, start, started to really know more about passive income. And then that led me into people I started hooking up with that was trading, right? They started to get into the stock market, started learning about that. My grandfather started trading options. And it really was something that I wanted to get into, but just didn't know how to do it. I started learning about it. Me and my grandfather, we went to seminars and we were the only two black people that was just sitting in the seminars. And we was like, wow, this is, this is some great information that, you know, especially our people need, need to learn, but this is just great information overall. And it really put my mind into a different place. So really started to learn how to trade, been learning how to trade going on eight years now, and it has definitely been a blessing. So with that, started getting into different type of sales. Like my first sales opportunity was with Mary Kay, right? So shout out to all my NK people out there getting it 50 plus years strong. <laughs> shout out to you guys. And I remember in high school, that's when I started selling it. Right. So I sold it to my football team and it was the very first time that I made $600 on my own. No job, no nothing, just a product with some ambition. And I sold it. And that's really, that was the foundation of where I wanted to really spend the rest of my life between sales, making money, making passive income. That really was the foundation for everything. So fast forward, started to get around a couple of people. We started a lot of trading courses and different stuff like that started traveling around the world really re really speaking on financial freedom and then fast forward and now I'm not going to spend too much time but i was literally listening to a podcast interview by anthony o'neill and he is one of the guys that i definitely look up to when it comes to how to manage my money right so he had on cyrus as many as you guys know, you probably got into the tech field just hearing his story. And I was like, you know what? I always wanted to get into tech. There were a lot of tech companies that I would like to invest in, just didn't have the big capital to do that. Right. So I said, you know what? I always want to break in. I just don't know how. So he started talking about becoming a sales engineer and also getting into tech sales. So I said, for me, I love sales. Let me switch it up. Let me see what this thing is about. And it really put me in a position to start to learn more. So I joined Course Careers, started to really learn. Shout out to Troy, amazing teacher. We learned everything that we need. Now me being in the actual role is like that, that boot camp is everything. But yeah, joined join Course Careers. And that's what really changed the game, like really opened up my eyes because it's when I was going through it, I said, this is really a place or a skill that somebody can actually win in. 
right? If they really apply themselves, they can actually win. And so I completed the whole course. And once I got done, I just went after it. Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get from, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course any which one, whether it's again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? No, that's great. I think that's very great. In fact, I think that a lot of people can learn from your journey, your story. And there's a lot of different things that you said there that I'm like, ooh, that's a good nugget. Ooh, that's <laughs> something that we could definitely talk about. And yeah. one of the things you talked about was Robert Kiyosaki's book. And he talked about the four quadrants in regards to exactly. income. And there's the employed, self-employed. Then there's a person that is the business owner. Then there's the investor, right? And yep. so there's that thing. And then there's also something else about the four levels. I'm not too sure if you heard of this, but for those listening, Dr. Myron Golden, I quote him a lot here. He talks about yeah. the four levels of value and what do those mm -hmm. levels look like? And when you talked about you working with your hands and how people have a different mindset about work. This generation, I yeah. should say, there's four levels. And so one of the bottom levels, or I shouldn't say the bottom levels, but one of the levels is implementation, right? This is where you can use your and use your strength to get things done. And then on top of that, there is the managerial level, right? And I'm paraphrasing mm -hmm. here, but basically those that manage the people that do the implementation, those that manage people that do the work with their hands, mm -hmm. the physical work. Then on that, the next level is communication. So this is anyone that communicates, whether it's with their voice, is singing, speaking, like all these different things. And that has a wide range in regards yeah. to from like 100,000 to 100 million, because that's yeah. communication includes movie stars and people that do music full time. What do you know? It's just a wide yeah. gamut. But then they have the level, the higher level, the highest level is imagination or creativity, mm. where you're creating a product, you're creating a software as a service in our case. And then you're basically allowing this product to, you're sleeping, this product is still going and doing things. Exactly. So that is a great thing because one of the things you talked about is you started landscaping, right? That's implementation. And then you started moving over into Mary Kay. Now, I want you to talk about yeah. the lessons that you learned. Let's start with landscaping, those lessons that you learned. Obviously it's hard work. Oh God. There's even more that comes into it because if you don't think, if you think about it, you, if you're operating by yourself, you're so yeah. You're like your own mm -hmm. business. Can you talk about the lessons that you learned there as well? There's really so many. I could go on and on about landscaping, but one of the jewels that I would pull from would be knowing the importance of planting the seed. If anybody reads the good book in Matthew 25, Christ talks about how the sower kept on sowing. And I love that story because it says that some seed fell on rocky ground, some seed fell on thorny ground, but then some seed fell on good soil. So when I was landscaping, I started to understand the importance of planting seeds because like it's February right now, right? It's about to be basically March this week, <laughs> but we are about to get into the state of it's time to start really planting right now. What that's going to do is during April, a lot of rain starts coming. So them seeds start growing. Then next day we got these beautiful flowers. So I started to learn how to garden. I started to learn how to really sow in that aspect. And what it did for me was provide 
something that is very valuable today, which is patience. I feel like a lot of people don't understand success because they don't understand patience. Like success and patience go hand in hand. So with landscaping, you that's 50% of it. Like you're doing the work so that you can so that you can see the reward later for some jobs. But then there's some jobs where you are literally cultivating and you are creating art. <laughs> so it's like when I used to cut the bushes and I used to trim, trim them, and I used to do my weed whackings to make sure the lines are straight. It taught me perfection. It taught me, it taught me about excellence. And that's what a lot of people, especially when you're working, you cannot slack in landscaping. If you want to be a high quality landscaper charging the price that you want to price, charging that price that you want to charge, you have to come with excellency, especially with a lot of customers. So yeah, man. That's what it's all And you also talked about that. First of all, that's great. That's great. There's a lot of things you can learn. And I bet you, and I bet you we're not gonna get, we didn't get there yet, but mm. I bet you transferred mm. a lot of those skills to the tech industry and how you approach oh, things. Yes. So you, you said two words, Mary Kay. That, I haven't heard that name in years. In fact, my mother used to be a Mary Kay consultant, Pink Cadillac, oh. the whole thing in the 90s. Um, and right. yeah, so she's a hustler. That's Love just her it. nature. And so in regards to Mary Kay, I want to talk about that for a little bit because mm. that is business level. You're a business owner yeah. in that sort of arena. Can you talk about the mm. lessons you learned while you're doing Mary Kay? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, when I got it in, basically I didn't choose it. My, my mother was a Mary Kay consultant, shout out to her. She is a red jacket, but yeah. So, so I was put out there. She said, go sell these products. So my mind immediately went to, okay, how can I get this inventory out? What's the strategy to do it? I was playing football at the time in high school. So I said, listen, Valentine's Day is coming up. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Right. And I told my boys, I said, listen, y'all never know what to get your girl. So I said, listen, here go a magazine. Just choose something. I'm going to order it. Boom. Long story short, I made $600 on selling perfume, makeup stuff. And a couple of the guys got some men products. Like Mary Kay has a whole collection for men. So soaps, colognes, and different stuff like that. And that was that. So it taught me how to do what I didn't want to do. But in the end, I love money. Like everybody in high school knows. If you got $100 in high school, you was rich. You balling. <laughs> That's movie money, going out, dinner, all of it. So the fact that I made $600 was just crazy. And it taught me how to really go out there and not ask for a handout right you mm, want to make something yeah. happen this is the way that you do it so it taught me not to really be stuck in that mind where it's, i can only make money if somebody allow me into their position you get what i'm saying so it taught me that hustle mentality at a very young age and yeah that's just one of them nice now i'm thinking about it because yeah definitely when you're in network marketing you have to hustle you have Got to hustle to, in a way that really is probably even Probably more than any other industry I could think of. There's other yeah. people, but it's just, if you really want to be successful in that, you have to hustle. So yeah, no, yeah. and absolutely. And then you were talking about your transition into tech. You saw Anthony O'Neill's table, which is a lot of our testimonies. And, and that just honestly changed a lot of people's lives. Mm. Can you talk about what it was like to take the final exam? Because I know some people have questions about that. Can you talk, mm. can you talk a little bit about the course itself and how that was impactful for you? So I'm a, I'm gonna hit it from two two different angles. So now, remember what I said. 
didn't go to college really wasn't for me. It really wasn't my mindset. Number one, I hate taking tests. That's number one, <laughs> right? The way I learn is not test. The way I learn is put me out there. Show me one time and I guarantee you I'm gonna dominate everybody that ever graduated. So that's always been my mentality. So going back, the course, great, right? So the reason why college wasn't for me and not knocking anybody that goes to college, if you graduated, shout out to you because that means that you have discipline, right? So shout out to you for that. <clears throat> for me, I want to learn about what it is that I'm getting into down to the T. So when I took the boot camp with course careers, Troy, shout out to him, like I said, he explained everything <laughs> down to the T for tech stack, mm -hmm. three books that we read, which is Fanatical Prospecting. What's the other one? Ah, how do we I got you. To influence people? And what's and the other one? Selling. Oh, and spin selling. Those three books, that is all you need. I promise you. So by him allowing us to start with that, to shift our paradigm, it was just amazing right there. And I love to read. I read so much. Like I have a man my library is crazy so i went through those books so it took me longer than most people it took me like two months to really finish the course because i i took time reading the books because i like reading marking mm -hmm. it up i'm going back the chapter to make sure that i grasp the information so many people like two weeks i was done one week i'm done four weeks I'm not in a rush because we still gonna be <laughs> at the finish line together. And that's a bar for a lot of people. Do not feel like you need to rush this process just to get the clout. Do it at your own pace because yeah. yourself will thank you later. So the course is amazing as far as everything that you need to know as a BDR, being in the positions in today, literally before this, I was literally doing my BDR work and I hopped on here, but the course teaches you everything that you need to know. So there's a lot of fluff out there, but course careers is not that. Um, going into the final exam, I didn't even take the exam, right? And this is for the people Come that on. are, I get so many messages on, oh man, do you have any advice on the final exam, the final test? I'm about to take it. I did the demo. I'm the person that literally I finished the course and I just went straight to work. I said, okay, got the information. Let me go out there and start selling myself. And I took all of the information that I needed and I just went on, um, like literally I started hitting up VP of sales. I started hitting up recruiting managers, BDR, SDRs that are, that were within the companies that I was over there trying to get an interview for. And I just went to work. And I started going on YouTube. I started getting more training on Salesforce and sales loft and different stuff. That's a tech stack for the people that don't understand. And I just went to work yep. and I started selling myself, getting interviews and making it happen. That's that. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. What you said is powerful because it shows you that the, and this is what people miss when they sometimes go to college. Sometimes you go to college for the degree and you forget you're really there to get the knowledge exactly. <laughs> and so the, exactly. the, the degree or the certificate is just a symbol of the knowledge that you're supposed to mm -hmm. have i'm one of those people that didn't realize that until it was too late but that's another story <laughs> for another day cool. but yeah no absolutely no that's great the fact that you're able to leverage that knowledge to land a job now yeah people are wanting we can't give them too much of the sauce because we definitely want you to check out course <laughs> careers because we think it's worth it not only is it five hundred dollars or 450 with my promo mm -hmm. code joseph 50 but it's literally it mm -hmm. guides you in such a nice way so that if you're coming out of nowhere with no tech sales experience or even literally. sales experience for that matter of that 
you have a pathway to follow you have a blueprint to follow but yeah i want to talk about something actually that i think we could we, we could really because i was gonna i'm gonna pivot for mm. a second a mm. lot i've seen some people get discouraged right mm. because they like you know what this course is too hard this whatever i don't see the value in course careers i've seen a couple mm. of those and wow. I, I want to i don't want to ignore people like that what would you mm. in fact i've actually reached out to them personally i've actually mailed messaged mm. them say hey if you have any questions i'm here what's going on how can i help you because sometimes people just need a help they need just some guidance they may be missing one or two things and they're like oh that makes sense now can you talk mm. to somebody who might be struggling right now whether yeah. it's course careers or just in life with something that mm. they're facing i would say this i would say and I want to address this, how I would address it if it was just somebody was talking to me, is that your why is not strong enough. Say that again. And let me take it from this angle because, I, like I said, I'm from a different, <laughs> I ain't do the college or corporate thing until I hit, until I became a BDR, SDR. This is my first like corporate setting. So all my knowledge and understanding come from out there. Your why is not strong enough because if you think a course is making you like got you in this feeling with oh my god i don't think i can make it then that means that you don't really have a reason for why it is that you're getting up every single day and when your why is not strong enough little things like this come across your life and then you quit early so i would say before you do anything drastic number one if you're getting discouraged that means that you're doing it for the wrong reasons that means that you probably are joining because of hype you're joining because of somebody else's success and what starts to happen is when you that is not the fuel that's going to keep you going when things do actually get hard because here's the truth of the matter family the first level is just paying for the course right it's a level that doesn't require the second level after that is actually going to apply the information that you learn. The third level is now you had you actually have to perform in this role. And I think a lot of people get that messed up. Once you get hired, you actually now have to go do the job. So I would say as far as discouragement, make sure like you have set a goal, right? So when we're talking about goals and I'm gonna teach on this with my SDR team is you need A-type goals, B-type goals, and C-type goals, right? A-type goal is a goal that you know in your heart of heart that you can hit. If I said, listen, let's just use basketball as like an analogy, right? If I said, listen, just shoot 10 shots, right? And you can go home. All you need to do is just make 10 baskets in your heart of hearts that you can do that. So that's a goal. That's an A-type goal, right? A B-type goal is something that may take a month or two. You're like, I can get it done, but it's going to take at least, or I would say 90 days. It's going to take a little bit of challenge, but I know I can get it done. A C-type goal is a goal that you know, like in your heart of hearts, you can't do this by yourself. You're going to need more than you, which means you're going to need seminars. You're going to need partnerships. You're going to have to pay for some people for mentorship. That goal is so far-fetched that you're just like, man, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know I need to do this in my life. So you have to look at this as your B-type goal. This is going to be the goal that gets you to the C-type. This is a stepping stone. A lot of people think getting into tech and breaking in, this is the end-all be-all. This is not the end-all be-all, right? That is a poverty mentality. So 
your goal. You have to have goals. This should only be your stepping stone to get you to the next investment or get you to the next freedom goal. And that's how you have to look at it. You got to be strong enough to be like, man, listen, where I'm at in, in my life right now, because think about it, you joined because you you weren't happy with the current situation. That's right. So you're going to quit because you get a little discouragement. That means that you wasn't never, you were never serious. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's what yeah. I'll say on that. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I'm so glad I asked you that question because I think that's exactly why it is. I think, yeah. and I started asking my, myself this reason why, because why I got into tech, and I think Cyrus Harbin actually talked about this before, where he's there's he got into tech. He had a strong why, first of all, like you said, he got into tech, and he was able to scale because his goals were not, oh, let me become a sales engineer. His goal, he had high, he had different goals, <laughs> higher goals yeah. that were further along. Yeah. And so there's people that were frustrated with him that have been in tech for years saying, oh, I, that's not real. How do you make that money? I've been in tech, but he's listen, yeah. I have, he had his, why was here? So oftentimes, and I'm going to talk to the people that are watching right now, you got to ask yourself the why behind the why. You get, yeah. so do this exercise because yeah. I was thinking about doing this for myself and I found a lot of things about myself and what my mentality was. Say, okay, I want, into, I want to get into tech sales or I want to get into the tech industry why because i want to make more money why because i want to pay my bills right why because i want i don't want to get kicked out of my house why when you keep asking yourself these questions why yourself looking in the man or the woman in the mirror asking him why asking her why then you're going to find yourself in a position in a place where you're like man either you're going to realize that yeah my goals are here but i kind of dimmed that light or you'd be like you know what I really don't have a plan for my life or where I want to go. Like you said, Jay, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. It's a stepping stone to other things. Like for me personally, tech has been a stepping stone into content creation. I wasn't doing this before content creation. I had a music channel where yeah. I posted some videos here and there whenever I was done with them. But I like I wasn't doing content to this level consistently, doing interviews, talking about this, but tech afforded me this opportunity to do this in a way that yeah. I'm eternally grateful. But you don't know that until you take that step. <laughs> until you say, okay, Absolutely. now that I'm here, <laughs> I have a different vantage point. And you're going to get higher and you're going to have a different vantage point. And so that from yeah. there, you have to set your, set, set your sights on a goal that mm. is almost bigger than you. I have Now I have yeah. goals that I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen. But it's going to happen. It's gonna, but I'm going to push towards it now. Absolutely. Because I'm exposed. And so that's so good what you said. Yeah, this is the y'all need to take some notes. Y'all need to go back that last section that we just had just now. Y'all need to y'all some people need to go back there and let that yeah, sink man. in. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to something I want to talk to you about, which was just how you landed that job. I had a pivot for a second and I'm glad I did. But how did you how was the specific process of you landing this job? I'm assuming you did the sales cadence. I'm assuming you did all these different things they teach us in course careers. Am I correct? Yes, sir. So for me, this is one of my greatest subjects to talk about with people. I get hit with, man, I get hit with the question because that's the big question for people that yep. are aspiring. So <clears throat> I will first start off saying this because I'm speaking to my trying to break into tech people. Take off the aspiring off of your, your LinkedIn. Please do it. Take all the I'm seeking opportunities. Take all the SDR, sales engineer, account executive. You're just confused. Yes. Take all that stuff off, right? Yes. If you was to look at, 
let me play it back. When I finished course careers and not even when I finished. So mid midway through my course careers journey, I created my LinkedIn, right? And I told myself, I said, I'm going to post every single day. I'm never going to miss a day. And I said, I don't care how many likes, I don't care how many comments, I don't care how many people see it. My job is just to post every single day. Hey, and I'm about to give y'all some gyms, right? But you have to be consistent with it. Yeah. So one to two times a day I posted. And the post that I did was relevant to who I am, the mindset that I have. But also, it's to pique the interest of leaders. Who are the leaders? VPSL, mm. recruiting managers, account executives. These are the people that I need to pique. I don't care about the people at the bottom. I need to get into the door up here. <laughs> so... All of my content was relevant towards leadership talk, right? So one to two times a day I posted. Now here's where it gets to the next level. I made sure I engaged on three to five people's posts every single day. What does that actually look like? That looks like whoever is in the vicinity of my industry that I want to get into I'm choosing three to five people within that industry, whatever they post, I'm cutting under that. What does that now do? What that does is it now matches the face with a name. And also now the community starts to see your name and your face in their friends post. So what it does subconsciously is, okay, if such and such posts, if Joseph posts over here and then Ren does a post over here, but your face and your comment engagement is in both. Now everybody is just seeing you, right? So that's something that I did. So posted one to two times a day and then engaging three to five people's posts every single day. Then we started doing this, right? Now this is and this is what helped me out. Anytime I see a, a company, because companies are always saying we are hiring SDRs, right? I never did my applications on LinkedIn. Hear me now, family. Do not apply on the easy apply LinkedIn. Take that out. Don't click it. Don't. That's lazy. Nobody's looking at that. As soon as you see that, you want to go to the company's website and apply there. And that's big. But you're not just applying to anybody. Now, so a lot of people ask me too, Joseph, they're like, how many applications did you fill out apply for? Less than 30. Now, why was that? I chose 10 companies, I researched them, and I said I would actually work for these companies based off where the economy is and the product that's needed within the economy. That's you did some bar. research research. <laughs> exactly. So my product was a solution to a problem within the current economy. That is going to help you out in sales because if your product sucks and the economy don't need it, a lot of people you call in ain't going to need it. And it'll be hard to get your quota. There you go. And now you back on the streets and now we see your post. So with that, I made sure that those 10 companies researching them and they are good for me. Make sure the companies are good for you, whether it's in health tech, whether it's in fintech, like these are different tech industries, right? So what I did was I made sure I looked up the VP of sales. I looked up the recruiting, man the recruiting managers. I hit up the SDRs, BDRs within that sales team and asked them about the people that were going to be interviewing me. That's how I got a lot of my nuggets on my interviews. And I was hitting up the AEs and I was reaching out to them saying this. I said, hey, what's going on, Jack? I just applied on the company's website for the BDR position. 
right? Now, this is very key. That one sentence is very key because that means that you went outside, you did work. Then the next sentence, I said, I can't wait to dominate with you guys this year. Boom. Do something along those lines. Oh, you sent this to the AEs. I sent hmm. this to recruiting Remember. managers. Whoever was with that company got this message, right? So I said, I'm looking to dominate with you guys, yada, 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 right? And then I said, who do I need to send my resume to so that it gets to the right person? Best regards, Khalil J. Wambula. The amount of messages I got back, because number one, what it does is it's very detailed. It's straight to the point. It's no fluff. Yeah. It's not the average, hey, how is it working over there? To, we don't really care about that. You want to be specific. You want to show them that you took action. And hey, I'm just looking for the person and I'm not looking for you. You may not even be the person. I'm just looking for the person. So that's what I did for every company that I researched and basically how I land my role was being active right now. This is all going to tie back. So when you're oh, hitting yeah. these people it's up. Oh yeah, good, keep going. You know? <laughs> so when you're hitting these people up, these high target individuals, which we would call it in course careers, buyer personas, right? So these buyer personas, VPSLs, account executive, VDRs, SDRs, right? Recruiting managers. The first thing they're going to do is go look at your profile. It's the very key. They're going to look at your profile. Every time they looked at my profile, my impressions was up. My post was up. My engagement, my, my engagement was up. All they seen was this dude is not scared of community. He's not scared of talking. He's not scared of going out there. He's not scared of doing research. He's not scared to do the job. So you know what? Let me actually reply back to him. So if you're the individual that's applying and reaching out to these people, but then they go to your post and you haven't posted since five weeks ago. I, it's not looking good for not you really. as a person that's supposed to be outspoken. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what really landed me, my, my position. I was actually, and write this down for the people that's new. I was doing the job to get the job. I was doing my ICP. What is my ICP? Those were the 10 companies that I was researching. Are they hybrid or are they fully remote? What's the size? How much money did the investors give them? Because that's going to play a part in how they going to pay you. All that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. My buyer persona was those people I talked about, VP of sales, AEs, that. And then I dove in really on start doing the work, which is putting people in the cadence. You go through the course, you're going to learn what <laughs> what's that's about. But yeah, and lo and behold, like the rest was, I had a BDR manager went into my comments and said, hey, what about our company, right? I messaged him, we did a whole talk. The rest was history, man. <laughs> so wow. I don't know if- Sweet, don't forget me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So I don't know if you want to talk about interviewing processes, but yeah. Hey, man, no, that, though, that is, this is really good because I think I have, having you break it down like this, I think is the first time I've had somebody break it down in such a way that I think a lot of people can go back, look it over and say, okay, let me take notes out and say, okay, this is how I'm going to approach yeah. it. Because some people are approaching things on LinkedIn, but they're missing other pieces. They may send, and I've spoken to people that have emailed the template that we get in course careers, but they didn't reply online to the job. Oh God, yeah. And so there's things that people are missing, the gaps that people are missing. And I think that if you just laid it out, like, it's a blueprint right now. Like you laid out mm -hmm. a blueprint for people to follow that they, if mm -hmm. they put what you said in action, they're going mm -hmm. to receive results. Yeah. They're going to receive results. And so I think that people need to listen to that. 
definitely go back and like, check this out because it's so good. Now I have a question that when you're talking, mm -hmm. you think of something because of just the way you approach it. I wanted to ask you, and because I never asked this question for anybody that is an S that was like in course careers trying to become an SDR. Was there yeah. any negotiation involved in your offer? You don't have to say the amount if you don't feel comfortable, yeah. things of that nature, but if there's any other negotiation involved and if there was, how was that process? Yeah. So for me, no, there was no negotiation. My whole purpose of getting in here was literally not for no negotiation. Like I said, this is a stepping stone, <laughs> right? So yeah. I have the mind of a trader slash investor, right? So the money, like this money is literally for shout out, shout out to my wife because we about to have another baby. Right. <laughs> I'm about to be another girl dad. So yeah, man, it's crazy. So with me, my, my mind is okay. Now we need another stream. What's the other stream that we're going to need. So I wasn't so gun ho on the whole base pay, right? Like my base pay is literally 50 K with the 30,000 on basically like a variable. So OTE hitting that, it comes out to 80 and then you get into yeah. acceleration stuff. Right? So this is just an extension to where it is that I'm going within the so I think a lot of people need to come in with that now I made a post on this Joseph where it's like telling people don't get so wrapped up on the whole oh don't take nothing less than 60 don't take nothing less than 80 you have to do what's good for your household not listen to nobody That's else. Right. if you was used to making 30k a year working at whatever 55K, 65K is great for you because what it's going to do is the base pay for this is going to give you that cushion that you need, but the real money comes in with the OTE. That's you actually doing the job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So nah, never did the negotiation thing at all. So that's good. That's good. I think what you said there is so true is like, you have to assess your situation. You seek wise counsel i reach out to troy i reach out to a few other people that have that are in this field prior to accepting my offer and they all were like hey accept that offer and so that that kind of was good confirmation but in the mm -hmm. sense i still had to assess my family situation and see if it's a good thing for me as well and so that's the same thing you need to do if you're watching this you need to assess your situation look at that offer and say hey is this better than what i had before because it's not mm -hmm. the end oftentimes we look at the oh i got the tech this is my job forever no yeah it, things may happen where you either may not be there for a long period of time because they let you go let's be honest or mm -hmm. because you found a better opportunity and so what yeah. you want to be able to do is leverage the experience that you're getting, learn, grow. And whenever that next step happens, you're prepared for it. But yeah. don't be like, oh, I got to get my dream job right now. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen, <laughs> you may sabotage it. I'm going to go back to Myron mm -hmm. Golden. He has a quote that I love, really good quote. He says, your time will come whether you're prepared or not. If you are prepared, it will reveal you. But if you're unprepared, it will expose you. And so mm -hmm. we wanted to get that. <laughs> we want to go up there and grab that. I want to get up to that mm. spot, but you might, if you go too close to the sun, you might get burnt. So prepare for that moment, rise yeah. to the moment, lest you be exposed for mm. not being prepared and ready to take on that opportunity. So that's really good. Ooh, this is good. I feel like we keep on talking, man. I really do feel like we keep on talking because and we might have to talk offline, but I want to kind of yeah. pivot now to the mindset mm. because, gotcha. and I, yeah, we got to probably pivot to the mindset because I think 
you've said it already and i could hear it in your voice this is termination this is like this not giving up this grit that you have mm-hmm. would you summarize as the word for somebody that have the mindset that you had to land the job and scale from there you can, something that i would say that et said years ago that always stuck with me every time i said those people don't know and you must sacrifice who you are for what you will become mm. the reason why you're probably not getting acceptance offers and this and that is, is because you're still trying to be the same person Ooh, that you good. were at the last job and you're trying to bring that into an 80k 100k role it's not mm. going to work so you got to get into the mindset of what am i willing to give up what am i willing to die what in me needs to die so that i can become a different person and mm. not big enough jay-z but something that he said relating to this he said he said you think i worked this hard to stay the same mm. so it's okay to change so many people get caught up in the way i don't want to be called different no i'm not switching up no you need to switch up because your current situation is telling you to switch up you know what i'm saying so i would yeah. say make sure you know who you are before you get into these spaces the reason why mm. like how i'm talking now is how i talk on the interviews yeah and a lot of people a lot of people shy away from their identity, their real identity, because they're trying to please people. But once you know who you are, the right manager, the right leader is going to be like, no, we need that for this environment. Absolutely. And that's how you got to have it. So that's my mind, man. Authenticity and just that personal yeah. development. Yeah, just don't be afraid or ashamed to be who you are called to be because you may be yeah. called to go higher. You don't want exactly. to stay and plateau where you're at. You were called to be higher. Oh, this was a great conversation, man. <laughs> I really appreciate you having. I'm going to call you, your grandparents call you JB. I, don't, I hope you don't mind me calling you JB. I like that. No, that's uh, good. That's good. But JB, I, love it. I really do appreciate having you on this conversation. And sure. we're going to have to do something again because it, I could, I honestly, I could feel like we could keep talking. We could definitely oh, keep we talking. Can, bro. So much to be said. <laughs> But man, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Tech Niche Tips. We're so glad that we had you with us. Until next time, we hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. Hey, family, it's Joseph here again. Now, you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof, and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and education in cybersecurity, and get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description and use my promo code Joseph 10. That's right. Use my promo code Joseph 10 in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not going to delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today.